I'm Sarah Becker, and I love talking about money. I believe that money doesn't have to be scary, that curiosity is more important than correctness, and that everyone can become an expert of their own money with a little bit of help, and that's where I come in. Today, we're talking about something that's not specifically money-related, but it is a way that I have learned a lot about money, and it's a question I get asked very often, which is, how do I read so much? As of this point in 2023, I have read well over 50 books and it's always been something, reading has always been an escape for me, a way to learn. I'm extremely curious and it's very inexpensive. A few years ago, my grandma, who I'm very close to, decided to take me and my mom on a girl's trip, which so far sounds normal, right? Well, <laughs> did we go to the beach? No, we did not. Did we splurge and go to Europe? Also, no, we did not. My grandmother booked us the nicest suite on a cruise ship, and for one whole week, we sat on our private deck and we read. It was a reading vacation. I brought 15 hardback books plus my Kindle. We literally only left the suite to eat. We didn't even get off the boat when it docked. That's how dedicated we were. We just sat on the deck reading, and it was awesome. And it was the last big trip, you know, we kind of all took together, and I will always have that memory. And I'm just so grateful for it. So I've read 50 books this year. You know, we're like a third of the way through the year. I absolutely love reading. It's a way to learn. It's an escape. Like I said, it can be calming or a grand adventure and I can do it pretty much anywhere at any time. So when people realize how much I read, they all ask how. And so that's what this podcast today is about. Here are some tips to read just a little bit more than you do or if you don't read at all to get started. So tip number one, download the Libby app. The Libby app is completely free. It connects your library card to the masses of eBooks and allows you to borrow both books and audiobooks. I am constantly on this app, getting on wait lists, uh, downloading books to my Kindle and just browsing. It makes reading so easy. Number two, get a Kindle. Now look, I've been a real book girl for most of my adult life, really resisted the Kindle, but I was gifted one by my mom, thanks mom, in 2016. And that $99 Black Friday Kindle Paperwhite is still going incredibly strong and has been to a dozen countries with me and counting. It's a lightweight way to carry multiple books. That's how I'm able to always travel with something to read. And this brings me to one of my biggest tips. Number three, instead of reaching for your phone, reach for your Kindle or your book. Waiting in line, read your Kindle. Hanging out, waiting for someone to show up for a lunch or a coffee or, you know, in a waiting room, read your Kindle. I probably squeeze in five extra reading hours a week doing this, and my screen time is way down too. For instance, here's a good example. I'm able to walk to pick up my son from school, which I love. I walk the six blocks, and then, you know, you put your name in, and you kind of have to wait for a little bit. I'm surrounded by parents. Everyone's just looking down at their phone. I bring my Kindle, and, you know, maybe it's only five, ten minutes, but it's five, ten minutes every day. Number four. Listen to books on audio. I have greatly pared down the amount of podcasts I subscribe to, and I listen to audiobooks while walking, driving, or cleaning instead. The average audiobook is about eight hours, and I listen on one and a half times speed, so I can easily listen to an extra book a week this way. And again, I get all my audiobooks from Libby for free. No need to get a pricey subscription like Audible. I fell for that once, never again. You know, get behind me, Jeff Bezos. Number five. Get in bed 30 minutes earlier just to read. You will be shocked at how much you can read in 30 minutes. I also sleep much better if I read before bed versus doing anything else. If you do this every day, that's three and a half extra reading hours a week, which is crazy. Number six, keep a notebook or Google Doc of your reads. 
I absolutely love going back and reading my notes on books I've read or listened to. And I think that writing the notes also keeps my retention really high. I can definitely be like, oh, a year and a half ago, I read a book about that. And here's what I learned. And I think that writing it out is what makes that possible. On my Kindle, I'm also connected to Goodreads, which means my highlights automatically import to my account there. Shout out to my friend Amanda Kingston, who taught me how to do that on one of our reading vacations. It's been a game changer. So how much has this reading cost? I've only bought three books so far this year, and they were all from local bookstores. I spent $64 total. I could absolutely read this much and spend $0, but I do love supporting my local bookstores and purchasing books. I know I will want to read again or pass along. If you are interested in learning more about money or just learning more about the world, books are the way to do it. It's the way to go. It's tried and true. So I hope some of these tips helped you. I hope they inspired you. If you enjoyed this little podcast, you can tell a friend, leave a rating, shoot me an email or a DM. You can find me on Instagram at Becker Talks Money, on the web at BeckerTalksMoney.com, and via email at hello at BeckerTalksMoney.com. I'll be back next week. I will be doing a lot of reading until then. Uh, remember, you can't work 24-7, but your money can.